0: Listening to The Catalyst with Samantha Chris, where we explore the inner workings of embracing the unknown. From ordinary daily habits to extraordinary measures. Get ready, we're about to ignite change and inspire action. Welcome back to The Catalyst, everyone. My name is Samantha Chris. I'm your host, and today I am joined by Emma Wojtis. Emma is a corporate accountant turned network marketing expert. She helps women rediscover their self-worth by leveraging strengths they forgot they had and redefining success on their own terms. Emma is on a mission to break the stigma around network marketing and usher it into the mainstream. Emma, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sam. Not only are you a dear friend that I adore, but you are standing out in an otherwise cookie cutter space. And I love what you're doing and what you're about. And before we get much further, I want to kind of just acknowledge the pink elephant in the room because network marketing has such a bad rap. What's the deal? I know, my friend. It really,
1: um, I. It's a topic that I'm super passionate about, and you know, as you so eloquently covered off in my introduction, it is my huge passion to usher it into the mainstream. And I can tell you from my last four years in this industry, I can see it has it is flipping on its head. There are more and more people that are getting involved in the industry, uh, like smart people. So the tide is turning, but we definitely have a wee way to go.
0: Okay. So let's roll back the clock for a sec because you were one of the naysayers or one of the people who thought, (laughs) you know, I don't really know what this business has to offer. And then there was this moment or, or maybe it wasn't a defining moment, but there was certainly a time where you thought, huh, like this actually has the potential to catalyze the change I so desperately need in my life. So how did you go from being, I guess, with the rest of us kind of thinking like, I'm not really <laughs> sure if that's for me, to feeling like, heck yeah, this is it?
1: Yeah. Well, I um do you know what? I think a lot of it is around timing, as many things are. But for me, it was really a combination of things that started stacking that... I was like, I actually probably need to check this out. And it really, uh, it all started when um, I, I kind of just hit a, and I I hate this phrase, I hate this term, but I know that it is a real thing. And I was really stuck. I was under a glass ceiling in my corporate career. I was working as a corporate accountant and I had literally done all the things. I had um, had five promotions in the eight years I was in that company. I had been uh, shortlisted as a finalist for the young executive of the year award here in New Zealand. And literally on paper, it looked like I had all the things going on. Uh, But I was literally just in my office one day and I just thought this, like there has got to be more than this. I have been chasing these accolades and I'm still, I'm still not happy. Like I've, I've got all the things that like society says I'm supposed to have that will make me happy. I'm managing a team. I'm adding value in that space. I work with amazing people. I'm making great money, but I'm still like not in charge of my life. And that was the whole thing about becoming an accountant was, you know, to get some charge, right? So um, I was watching, I watched a, a dear, dear friend of mine who I went to high school with uh, she was just killing it on her social media. She was also involved in a uh, another network marketing company, and she peaked It was like she was my first exposure. I saw her, and I was like, "She looks like she's having the time of her life. She looks like she's having fun." And that was kind of something that was missing from my life at that time. Like I had all the other things, but the fun and the joy and that was gone. So I was like, okay, what's she doing? And then when I found out what she was actually doing network marketing, I was like, okay, that's so that's wow. Okay. I didn't, one didn't think she was, she would ever do something like that. I'm surprised that people have fun doing something like that. (laughs) And, um, and then, Lo and behold, I was actually reached out to by another friend through uh, Facebook asking me if I'd take a look at a business opportunity. Uh, and you know what you guys, this message was like 900 words long. Like it was a massive <laughs> message. It was one of those messages that everyone that's listening to this right now, you know, if you've been approached by a network marketer before, perhaps this was your message. Like it was not short of words. Right. And so for me, I'd never heard of this company before. So literally. I thought, right, this person that's asking me, she is very established in her career as well. So I'm looking at two people that I know that have, like, they're cool people. They've, they've done things. I'm like, why are they looking at this industry right now? Maybe I need to take a look too, because like, while I'm trying to make it look like I've got this thing on lockdown and that my life is all roses and rainbows, like I'm actually not happy with where I'm at. So who am I to turn down an opportunity? And I've always been someone who's, open-minded to things anyways to try and at least like suss it out for myself to then work out if it's something that I would like to say, like explore further, or at least know what I'm saying no to, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, um, when I took a look, like once I really stripped away what the misconceptions were that I'd heard. And, you know, we all hear the same things over and over again. I was actually looking at a business model that it blew my mind. I was like, I am actually really excited about the opportunity that this could present for me because coming from a, you know, a background in business, it literally ticked all those boxes. And I knew that the only varying factor was the individual and from like what for my, in my own personal track history, I'm like, if I'm going to give something a go, like, like I'm going to back myself and I'm going to give it a go. And I think that's the thing in network marketing is that a lot of people just aren't backing themselves. And that's can be, that can be where like the wheels start falling off and like weirdness can come into the play because, um, because they're missing that kind of key element.
0: So you bring up a good point that there is there's the accountability that's required. And I think we need in any route that we take in life, the more that we're able to hold ourselves accountable to what it is that we set out to do, what it is that once brought us joy and excitement, the more fulfilled we'll feel along the path. And the more we feel that even if it takes a wrong turn, that we can reroute and still very much feel like we're staying on course. But like any business, having that accountability in the form of a mentor, in the form of peers is super helpful. And one of the things that I have observed that you do so, so well, which is also mentioned in your bio is helping women redefine success. And you're doing it currently through this vehicle, through network marketing, but how did you do it for yourself? I mean, you're In a position where you're saying you weren't feeling very happy, you felt like there was more to life, you kind of put on this facade and decided, you know, there's more to life than this. And what was that process of of ultimately redefining what success looked like? Because it basically challenged everything you had worked towards up until that point.
1: Oh, yeah, it did. And um, it honestly, it, it has been a journey, Sam, like you, uh, you know, you've been witness to, (laughs) to half the journey at least. And, um, I think, you know, where, what it comes down to is that most of us are like, no one wakes up and, and from the day that they're born or from the day that, you know, we start telling children what careers are and what paths we can take. Like no one is talking about becoming a network marketer. Mm. That's not what we like at school. We're not like when someone's like at career day, there's not a network marketing stand. Like when you're asking someone what they want to do, like they want to be accountants, they want to be lawyers, they want to be, um, what like teachers, they don't want to be network marketers. So right from the get go, no one ever identifies, as that something that they want to do, but they're chasing another, uh, accolade really. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it is like for me, becoming an accountant was like an accolade that I could achieve. So it really took actually stepping back and remembering that I like the accountant is this, I, I had so much wrapped up in the identity of being an accountant that I had actually kind of forgotten that I was my own person as well. And so it really, you know, the network marketing opportunity is it is, it is essentially like having a business, a turnkey business or a business in a box and that all of the, all of this like the stuff that people get caught up in in terms of like the idea, the packaging, the infrastructure, the web development, all of that's taken care of for you. So what you really need to focus on is. Is yourself and get and because again no one um, no one thinks they're going to be a network marketer. It takes a while to actually start peeling back some of those stories that we've been telling ourselves for a while to work out what it is that you really want to do and you really want to create and who you really want to be and who you want to show up as. So, I find that this industry it and I use the terms like I say that it pulls you through a bush backwards. And so it really just brings to like all of the other things, like if you, whatever you've got going on, network, network marketing is going to bring bring to light a lot faster than if you um, were to do something else and it's because of the the work that you do straight away on yourself. So from, for me, like I didn't even know what personal development was like, if I knew who Oprah was obviously who doesn't know who Oprah is, but I had no idea who Tony Robbins was. I had no idea what limiting beliefs were. I was literally just like again, as I said, I chased that corporate accolade. I was just about those kind of achievements. I really, really lost sight of who I was as an individual, and so um you know that that's really where the work begins, and that's where we see we see people that have success straight away in this business because whatever like they're going through the bush they're like everyone gets pulled through the bush backwards as i say but some people have more to deal with than others and that's why we see some people having uh like quicker uh successes than others but it is all possible if you're willing to do the work so you can come you can come into this business on like a negative or this industry on a negative 20 and you can still you can still be a wild success and that's what i love there is no there's no one saying hey sam like this isn't going to work for you if unless like you're the only one that can tell yourself that and there's really not many other opportunities out there that can give you the support and the mentoring that you need you just have to have that grit
0: i want to go back to one of the things you said about identity and being so wrapped up in your corporate identity. It's something I can certainly relate to. Even in my own business, I got really caught up in the titles I was giving myself and the accolades that I had achieved. But I don't think network marketing is exempt from that. I mean, on the contrary, really when I see people, and now this is a general, you know, stereotypical observation, but when I'm looking at people who are in the network marketing space, I don't see them as people with their own personality. I see them very much wrapped up in the identity of whatever product or service it is that they're selling, but you do things differently and what Mm -hmm. you're building with your team, like you guys don't seem like the typical network marketers you have. And I mean, I don't, I mean this with all due respect, but like you've got personalities, you've got brands, you've got a sense of self that comes through your content in a way that i really don't see very much. So what exactly do you think you guys are doing differently and why is that?
1: Well, um I'm for one, I'm like that's so awesome that you can see that because that's, you know, one of the things that I set out from the beginning when I started I was like right, if I'm going to do this, like I'm doing this and that was um one of the things at the beginning that I I actually did by mistake. And then um, you know, as all good ideas can be, or you know, how things can turn out, I didn't realize that I was doing it at the time. I was just conscious of um spamming people in my network at the beginning. So I was like, right, well, I don't want this to be, you know, a network marketing show. I want this to be um like the Emma show. And so part of what we do and why and and what I think the real opportunity is. And so for anyone that is, um, catching this that's in, um, in my industry, like the opportunity for you is, is to create something for yourself and there's not enough people doing it. And that's actually what is so exciting because whether it's in this industry or another industry, like the same principles of why people purchase or why people, um, you know, decide to do things is the same. And it's that people buy why you do something, not what it is that you do, and so from the beginning, I've just always tried to apply like everything that I know about business. I've just tried to apply that into this industry because it's the same thing, if that makes sense.
0: It, it, it makes sense. I mean, I follow you. So I, I understand what it is that you're talking about, but for someone who may not be so familiar with your journey, I think it would be helpful to potentially dive a little bit deeper into the, you know, the nitty gritty, what is it that you do to stand out more? What is it that you do to maintain a sense of self or infuse your personality in otherwise branded posts? I mean, you're a a living, breathing, walking advertisement for the products that you sell, but yet it doesn't feel salesy. It doesn't feel pushy. Like, can Mm -hmm. you give us some tangible examples perhaps of, of what you do differently or, or what you see in the industry that you challenge
1: absolutely and I think um, I think it's a I mean it's it is a tricky one right because most people never thought they would do something like this in fact in my four years in this industry I know one person that signed themselves up to become a network marketer everybody else has been asked through some sort of channel and most people would say, I would never do something like that, or I could never see myself doing something like that. People coming into this industry and necessarily not backing themselves instead of actually um, getting out there and sharing who it is that they are. And wor- and even if they don't know yet, even working out the journey, like sharing the journey of who they're becoming is so much more impactful than um, sharing it is- sharing what it is that they do. So, I just like walk the talk, right? So you've got to use your product. You've got to be able to to actually be the the billboard because you know in this industry we aren't we don't have billboards. We're not in storefronts. We are all online. So we are the we are the ambassador. I could see right from the beginning that there were literally millions of people that were sharing the, like a brand, but there weren't many people who were sharing uh how how a person can become a brand and use a network marketing company as a vehicle to create. If that makes does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I dabbled in network marketing for a short time, and I was actually super taken back by some of the comments that people felt. I mean, really compelled to share
1: <laughs> comments <laughs> of
0: it not being legitimate business or being you know the modern day Avon lady and your Tupperware lady. And it kind of came as a bit of a shock because I went in with this excitement of, oh, this is a new business. This is an opportunity. My kind of green entrepreneurial heart was just singing with joy. And I was hit with such criticism. And I mean, it was hard for me to take. I hadn't really fully committed. I hadn't jumped in with both feet. And it was enough for me to step back. And not because I don't feel I'm someone who has thick skin, but I I felt like it wasn't like, I I didn't understand it. I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't know how to respond. Have you been faced with any criticism? I mean, I'm sure you have, like, how have you dealt with it?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, so many times, my friend, honestly. And I think whenever you, whenever you step out to do something for yourself, like it's just a given now. And, and And I was very similar to you. Like I jumped in um, with the company that I've chosen to align myself with. I didn't even try a product first. I was just like, I am so excited about the idea of having this business. Um, Yeah, I'm sure the products are great. Like I just want to, like, I want to build a business that's going to be so fun. And so it was, um, you know, I was met with similar, similar um, objections as well or people, people basically putting their own experiences in this industry onto me. Like maybe they knew their, their cousin's aunt tried to do it once and like it didn't work for them or only one, someone, only one person actually makes money. And, um, and so like, and this is, again, this is a massive thing. And I think it's regardless of whether you're in this industry or not, it's, it all comes down to your mindset like this, this industry particularly, I believe is 80% mindset and 20% skill. So it's up to you to guard your mindset, become, become a master of the craft, understand the industry so that when people are telling you it's illegitimate, like when people tell me now, Oh, is it a pyramid scheme? I'm just, it's like a mute point. Like I don't even, I'm like, they're legal. Like there's no, no discussion. Like they are actually illegal. They, it is illegal to run one of those businesses. So For me, it's not even a question. I'm just like, next, please. Whereas before, like that kind of thing, when I first heard that, it stopped me in my tracks and it made me second guess myself. It made me second guess the decision I'd made. Um, And I was like, well, maybe it is. (laughs) Maybe it is one of those things. So, um, I think the, one of the beautiful things is that because of the way that this, these businesses are set up is that you are in business for yourself, but you're not by yourself. So it's important to be able to go to those mentors or those, um, people and say, look, this is someone said this, like what, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And it's basically like having your own community of people, like a little, um, a hub of people that are working towards the same goals that you are very different individuals, but we all come up against the same thing all the time. So I love that because I, when I first started out, I was following in the six in the steps of someone else. It was able actually enabled me to fast track success for myself because instead of going out and learning all of these things in which potentially would have taken me weeks, months, years to learn because I was immersed in the, the community like I learned these things within days within weeks and and I guess the good thing is you know if you're um we hear the same things all the time like I'm I, I said before I'm four years into this industry now and I literally still hear the same things so it's just getting better at um responding to the same the same like five objections that I hear a lot
0: And I think there's something to be said for any type of objection handling or any type of criticism that comes your way, that mindset plays a huge part in how you respond, you know, instead of react.
1: Oh, it's everything. Like I think too, like me, I've always been a very resourceful person. So I've always, if I've needed to, if I don't know an answer, um, I can find it. So I understand that, the skill is, it's like, it's not the skill, it's the will. Like we've heard that that before, um, but it is all mindset because it's the way that you look at it. It's the way that you will respond to an objection. If, you're, if your mindset isn't strong, when someone gives you an objection, um, it's harder to, to combat. Whereas if, you're, if you've got a really strong mindset, you've worked on your mindset, and this is like a muscle, right? Like this just doesn't happen overnight. Um, the way that I'm going to respond to an objection in year four, from what I would have responded in month one, is like two totally different responses. Right.
0: You know, changing the face of network marketing and breaking the stigma of an industry that is surrounded with it seems like a really tall order. Why does it matter so much to you? Ah,
1: oh, it is a huge, huge passion of mine because this industry, I have seen it transform so many different lives. And these are not all like, there are people from all walks of life. So there are people that have absolutely no education. There are people with double PhDs. What I love about it is that it's an equal opportunity for anyone who literally wants to do the work to change their life. And there are so many people now, like, and, and I'm that person, right? That I thought that the right thing to be doing was to chase the accolade of corporate success. And I, I literally lived that dream for like 15 years. Like before I was even h- out of high school, I was like, I already knew that that's what I was going to do. And so what I see the opportunity with this is that it is the opportunity to help people that want to change gears like myself it's the opportunity to help people to rediscover who they are um, and also earn some money along the way. Like it's almost like being in an apprenticeship. And um, you know, I think if you speak to anyone like that has is in this industry, like the number one thing that they say that, you know, like what is so good about it? They all say it's the community. They all say it's the opportunity to be surrounded with, like, surrounded with like-minded people, to grow with like-minded people. And I think now more than ever, to be able to have a community, to surround myself, immerse myself in a community of people who are uplifting, who are encouraging, who actually do want to make a difference instead of sit on their hands. I feel like it's a duty to let other people know that it exists and that it doesn't have to be the misconception that they believe that
0: it is. What would Emma Whiteis today tell the Emma that was graduating high school, eager to become an accountant?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, you know, my friend, I don't think, I think if, you know, I don't look back. I think I had to go through and do that do the time in corporate to realize that that wasn't like, I got my experience, right. I got so much experience in that corporate world that I have been able to instill in my, uh, business now, which I believe is, you know, how I attributes to the success that I've had in my own personal business and also into the organization that I'm building. But I think it would like a, going back in the little time machine to high school, Emma, it would be around just really reinforcing to like back myself more, you know, like to know that, um, if I can work hard for someone else, like you can work hard for your, like, if you're doing working hard for someone else, there is 100%, 150%, no reason that you couldn't work hard for yourself yeah. Backing myself and being confident in what it is that I actually have to offer and what I can contribute and, and, and to actually act on the little thing that was tugging away to say that there's more out there there is more, there's something more, you know, that you're capable of more, you know, you're meant for more. So don't settle for what society says is is acceptable or what society says is okay for you to have.
0: Such a good lesson. Thank you so much, Emma. Where can people learn more about you, about the industry? And if they're curious about joining, you know, where they can get that type of information as well.
1: My primary channel is on Instagram. My handle is at Emma Whiteis. I would love to connect with you over there. Um, And that's where I mix, you know, the company I'm aligned with, you know, how I run my business. You can see behind the scenes in the stories and watch all the magic unfold over there.
0: Incredible. And I got to say, you guys, Emma has really nailed personal branding. So even if network marketing is not an industry that you're interested in or haven't particularly entertained, but you're looking for ways to stand out, to create an online footprint to develop your digital personality and let your prospects, your clients, your audience know who you are. There's so much to learn from following Emma. She's done a super great job, but she's always, I, don't, I wouldn't even say sharing tips organically, just teaching you how to show up, how it's done. Emma, once again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, my beautiful friend. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Catalyst with Samantha Chris. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I hope you're feeling a little more equipped to lean into the unknown and take inspired action.